Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in Monsters podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Chris Krogman, Joe Gaither, and Luke Barry. Discussing all topics, Chicago Bears. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Are we live? Yeah, there we are. We are live. We are live. I was waiting on the, 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 the graphic to pop up to let us know. We are live tonight on the Believe in Monsters podcast. Lucas Berry, Chris Brogman, and your boy Joe Gaither here to talk about Final Cuts. Oh, the, <laughs> the Chicago Bears are now down to 53 men on the roster. It was Final Cut Day. So we are here to talk about who made it, who did not make it. And we're going to have a great episode as we are now entering. Uh, we're, we're one week away from game week. Next week, we'll be talking about those hated Green Bay Packers and what's it's going to be. But this week is all about final transactions. Who's going to be on this roster in the next 24 hours? We've got a nice picture on it about who's making it right now, but our Chicago Bears have the number one overall waiver claim, waiver position, so our roster could look a little bit different. Before we get into the program, we want to encourage you to follow us on the Twitter machine at BIM underscore pod. Follow my friend Lucas Berry at LBerry underscore 40. My man Chris Krogman at ShyBears1985. You can find the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. We are proud partners of the Believe in Network. So let's get right into it. PJ Walker gets cut. Tyson Bajant makes the roster. And many more headlines. Lucas Berry, how are you doing, my friend? My friend, I am doing fantastic. I am so happy that the preseason is finally over. Uh, the discourse around it is just outrageous at this point. Nitpicking everything. Uh, you know, the Bears played the the Buffalo Bills and they did not play well. You know, QB one did not play well, and I just feel this huge dark cloud hanging over the Bears now. Uh, just mostly because of what fans are saying and how negative everyone's being. Even though last year. Uh, you know, Justin Fields went out there and he looked like Peyton Manning versus the Browns. He threw three touchdowns. He was 14 to 16. He looked like he was going to be the MVP of the season. And, uh, you know, he, he shat the bed the first few weeks of the season. So, uh, you know, my main takeaway is most part, uh, I feel like we avoided major injuries because Eberflus said, uh, you know, most of the guys will be healthy heading into week one. So, uh, that is my main takeaway from the preseason. I think it's bigger for you know guys like our guy Tyson Bajant, who we'll get into. But uh, I am not worried about fields like the the majority of people here, and I am just ready for the season to start. Sick of the conversations. Bring on Green Bay, Chris. How you doing? Sorry, that was a long winded intro. Fine, I'm good. Uh, was out of town 
uh, last Wednesday through, well, I guess it was Sunday on a golf retreat. Yeah, yeah. So how'd you do on that? Fun. You didn't tell Joe or I to uh, fill us in. Terrible, terrible. But it was beautiful. So uh, Mesquite, Nevada has three to seven amazing courses out there in the desert. Uh, it wasn't that hot. It was probably like 102 tops, uh, but it was still hot as heck by day three and, and exhausting. So uh, we did not place well. And I, man, I haven't played much at all this season just because uh, I tweaked my back and haven't been able to really do anything. But back to 100%, made it through the whole tournament uh, alive and well. Uh, had a few nice shots, had a few nice putts. So that was that was fun. Always keeps coming back. But uh, I am excited to get into this Bears 53-man roster. Uh, I mean, honestly, if I'm a Bears fan and I'm following Believe in Monsters podcast, these guys know what they're talking about. I mean, I think we nailed like every single thing that happened outside of like the 50, 50th, 51st, and 52nd, and 53rd guy. The last four guys on the roster, maybe we didn't nail down. But I mean, wide receiver rooms almost dead on. Running backs are dead on. Quarterbacks, I mean, I'm as shocked as you are, Lucas, with, with PJ Walker, but I'm not. You know, I. See, at the very least, I thought they would keep three quarterbacks, whether PJ was the third or Peterman was the third. I'm just kind of shocked they're going in with two. But I I mean, I know the argument that Peterman will definitely pass through waivers and, you know, you can elevate him from the practice squad whenever. But regardless, I mean, you guys were all over how bad PJ Walker was. And I know, you know, I was the stubborn one. I just didn't want to believe that the Bears were actually going to do it just because I, I don't know, man. The GM has stones of steel for that one, I would say. I mean, for me, it's like, I think what I said on Twitter was like, at least we found out that polls isn't, isn't going to let the money stand in the way of a good or bad player getting cut or making the roster. So he's been consistent with that through now a season and a half now, because he made a lot of just, you know, negative money moves in his first six months. Now, a lot of that was reshaping and retooling the roster, but it's basically been like, if you're not contributing, we don't care what your pay, what your pay is. Get the bleep out of here. Well, yeah, but he's, he's scraped two of his own calluses, right? I mean, he brought in PJ Walker. He brought in Alex Leatherwood, and those were the very first two cuts. Hey guys, I fucked this one up. See you later. Have a nice day. Uh, we'll go get uh, Dwight Freeney. Is that what you call Lucas? <laughs> Dan Feeney. Dan Feeney. Dan Feeney. Lucas Patrick with a mullet. Mullet Patrick. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it, it is funny. They are like very, very just similar below average players that can play multiple spots on the interior. That is hilarious. So, I mean, the other big news of the week was Travis Gibson asking for a trade or at being being told he could seek a trade. And the guy so he says on Twitter, he never said it, though. That's what he tweeted out, that he never requested a trade. I mean, so is that I mean, that's there's, OK, there's a couple of different ways to look at it, because the the, <laughs> the wording was like. He was he given permission, permission to, seek, to seek a trade. So does that mean like polls is like, Hey, it's down to you and Lewis and we're taking Lewis. If you can go get us something for yourself, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude, whether he asked for it or not, we're talking about a fifth round guy that 
produced in the preseason. I mean, every year there's a preseason darling. Travis Gibson was was okay last year, but I mean, he got cut today. So, I mean, I don't know. Are we are we crying? Are we are we sad? I don't know. Not sad. I, I think uh, you know. I kind of talked about this before the show. Um, you know, Dominique Robinson and Rasheem Green. I don't think have shown too much, at least on the preseason film. Uh, you know, I've I know we talked about how. Some reports came out that they were having good camps or or whatever, but um, you know the the front office is definitely gonna you know tend to favor their guys, especially if there's a close decision. So uh, I understand it. I just think the Bears' the end room is is kind of bad. So cutting a guy who got you seven sacks before two years ago, um, I don't know. I would have maybe uh, kept him over Rasheem Green or Dominique Robinson, but I am willing to uh, be proved wrong this season by either of them. So when did he have these seven sacks? Uh, two years ago. So it wasn't in this system. It was not. Okay. He still had more sacks in this system other than Dominique Robinson last year. I just don't. I just haven't seen Robinson do anything. Many, he probably had twice as many snaps as well. Um, Robinson's a second-year defensive end. He played wide receiver up until like two years ago. Oh, I, I, I get it. I'm just saying I don't – I haven't seen anything from either of them in the preseason. From Robinson or who? Green. Oh, well, Green's – Green's been hurt, right? Green was hurt for a while. And I mean, we don't what, care what the preseason – we don't care about the preseason anyways. It's also like DeMarcus Walker's also been very hurt, which is shitty. All right, Joe, I should I should rephrase what I'm saying since I can tell you're being a little bit sassy over there. <laughs> you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> when the offense is running, you know, very vanilla play calling and whatever, and, you know, you're giving the quarterback whatever, you know, two quarters and he looks bad, it's not the game plan you're going into the game with. For D-line, I feel like that's completely different. Either you're, you're getting your ass kicked or you're not, you know, in the trenches. And – both the Titans week and the Bills week, we saw the opposing offense just march it right down our throat. We couldn't stop anything. Absolutely nothing. You know, it was it was the ones versus the ones, and they just straight got their ass kicked. That's what I'm big. That's what I'm really concerned. I, I don't, you know, sure you could say, okay, the D, D coordinator will draw up some stunts, but I don't necessarily think that's the same as, you know, calling a, uh, you know, a design QB run to start a game to get the quarterback in flow, per se, something like that. Right. Um I guess my point is that the D line has definitely been concerning. Uh, that my one of my main takeaways from the preseason is that <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, they're definitely concerning, um, and I'm not expecting them to be good. But man, well, not that, great, not great. The biggest issue, and like when, and, and that's what got me so riled up in week number one when Baylor had the turnover on the punt, is that if we are going to get our butt kicked up front, letting teams run down our throats, every time that we do get a stop, I'm not going to say it's a miracle, but every time you get a stop, you absolutely have to take advantage of that turnover or, or, or of that change of possession. And so that's what really got me riled up the first week it went with Bayless because I was seeing the Titans just hammer five yards, four yards, six yards, 12 yards, four yards, just right, 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 right down your throat. And like, obviously it is a passing league, but if you can't stop the run, oh gosh, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long 17 games playing defense. So 
Uh, yes, Luke, you're right. It is all about, uh, especially preseason. You can you can measure one on one reps. You can measure. Oh, did this guy get off his block, or did this guy set the edge? Did did this guy maintain his gap integrity? Whatever the case may be, whatever the scheme is, and when it comes to uh, defending the run, I mean, I thought that. Honestly, and I guess we'll get into this in a little bit, but I thought that uh, uh, Poles' two draft picks, Pickens and Dexter, have looked better each and every week uh, just as far as as what they're doing up front. And so that's encouraging, but it's going to take a unit of all all four guys and then obviously the linebackers in flow as well to stop the run, to force people to pass and and force people to play against what I think is a nice secondary. So uh, if you want to – Make them play against some of your better players. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, buck up and stop the run. If only was there was a Hall of Fame defensive tackle available when we drafted at number nine overall in this previous draft. I, just, 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 just I know you're just playing, but the uh, the reports coming out of camp are that he's looked insane. So he'll look insane for about thirty percent of the play. Man, Joe, that's. He's going to gas. He's going to gas himself out. He's. he's I'll just tell you, Darnell Ray better be pretty damn good. We don't need to be doing this for our for our own sanity. Darnell Wright is. I mean, the decision is made. The the the, you know the die is cast. Don't don't look down at Philadelphia and look. He's also playing in a situation where he's going to catch a lot of one on ones. That's that's is really damn good. I can't wait for that on Twitter when. If he has a great year and he's D rookie of the year, and people are gonna be like, he's only good because he's on a good defensive line. No. Oh, that's gonna make my blood boil. I'm sorry, Joe, but it, to me, it is a pretty defining moment for polls. I know you could say whatever we want uh, regarding your situation, and and you know he wouldn't act that way here or whatever. Uh, All I can say is, right, better be pretty damn good, or else that will not look good. And I think right will be good. I'm going to hedge it by saying that, but I think you're getting yourself worked up over over something that we you can, we're not going to be able to like this is the same thing with Mahomes and Trubisky. Oh, you know, yes, we should have drafted Mahomes absolutely, but well, that's a different situation though. Mahomes was not Mahomes was not the best player in his class going into the draft. Yes, that 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 was always my argument, but. Jalen Carter was far and away the best player in the draft. Nah. We're getting off topic, that. but I don't know about that. Will Anderson can can compete for that. All right. So I I mean this this defense is a is a work in progress, right? They went out, they spent a lot of money at, at linebacker. Uh they got the pass rusher that we talked about a lot of the offseason. Uh they hodgepodge together some other guys with Rasheem Green and Demarcus Walker. Uh, Billings, uh, from all accounts, has looked really solid at times in camp. Uh, but to your point, like with the Titans and the way they run the ball specifically with their outside zone, basically just washed Billings completely out of the play and his fat ass can stop shit. So if somebody wants to power run against us, Billings is going to clog the lane. Um, and Justin Jones flash. But I mean, like you're going to have you're going to have snaps with Billings and Dexter in there where they're going to, you know, it's going to look really solid or. Uh, you know, Pickens and, and 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 Jones in there at the same time, and, and it's going to look fine. But it a, a lot of it is was not great. But it also it like a, it's a, just a it's a hodgepodge of bullshit, dude. It's no, 
there's no star on that defensive line. No. And, and honestly, I, I do think, you know, maybe I think the argument you could make about preseason not being everything, Joe, is that, I mean, in my opinion, I know, you know, we can say what we want about the defense last year. I've never been a big fan of Allen Williams, but they really might need to blitz a lot this year to kind of cover up that D line. I mean, it's not going to be a great defense. They're going to be feisty. They're going to be tenacious. But, you know, I do think like, especially week one, they have to find ways to make Jordan love, you know, win the one-on-one matchup. They have to blitz him. They have to help the D line out a little bit, you know, between, uh, you know, Edmonds and Edwards, you know, the double E or whatever you want to call it. And Sam Warner Sewell, if he's available, they're going to have to send pressure to help this D line out for sure. Yeah, because you're going to get Green Bay trying to protect Joe Jordan Love, and they're going to try to take an Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon hammer over and over and over. That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about. Kyler Kyler give him the Mitch Kyler treatment. Gordon. Kyler Gordon's going to get them blitzes on. Gordon, yep, I didn't mention him. That's uh, absolutely Chris. Well, you guys want to uh, hop into hop into the roster here, and, and we'll start at the top at the QB. I mean. We had some pretty breaking news the other day. What did you guys think of, uh, you know, your boy PJ Walker being cut and the Bears rolling with Fields and Tyson Bajan as QB2, you know, the undrafted rookie from Shepard? Well, at the time, we didn't know that Bajan was going to be two. Most people speculated, but I think Peterman still had an outside chance of being the veteran backup and Bajan being QB3 and that they kept three quarterbacks. I think, like, at the time of the Walker cut, there still was a chance that they kept three quarterbacks. Um, it's a little surprising that they're going to roll into the season with a an undrafted free agent rookie behind a running quarterback that you know missed a couple games last year, missed snaps last year. Um, you know, to the point of Peterman, he could probably just slip through the practice practice squad and be called it up at any point, but. As far as PJ Walker getting cut, I'm not shocked. He sucked. Yeah, he it did not obvious. play well. It, it was it was obvious. I mean, obviously, you take the money as as an as a as a factor, but put your eyes on on the on the actual play. It was obvious. The guy had no business playing. You know, playing professional football. I mean, I he might he might land somewhere, but he doesn't have any business playing playing with this team or chemistry with this team. And so I would have been upset if he made the roster. I would have been upset if he made the roster because he looked like uh, tr- the bottom of the trash can. He looked like an XFL player. Yes. Yeah, he looked horrible. I, man, dude had a like a nice little run last year, and then like he's not just going to tell you he's somebody new after being the person that was in the X- XFL for a few for a while, like. I'm not surprised. I mean, he was, was a practice squad hero, and before the before the XFL, like he is what he is. I guess my my bigger point is that I am more shocked that. I mean, I I understand Bajan's played really well, but just the fact that they're they're like, you know, if Fields gets hurt, you're going in the game versus the Packers, and with Fields' play style, he's almost guaranteed to get hurt this year. All right, Luke, you know, knock on wood. But, in Ibrahusa's shoes, if you if, if Fields is hurt, who would you have rather played based on what you've seen so far? Would you you wouldn't have thrown Peterman out there over Bajan? 
I would probably get the bleep off this podcast because I'm questioning. I, 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 I told I told you before I would have played a, a veteran quarterback. I just think going from D two football to an actual starting defense is crazy. But you know what? Good for the kid. I'm rooting for him, and I'm here for it. I mean, the Bears aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. You might as well see what you have in him. So, uh, good. I I am all for it. I like I said, I'm just more shocked than anything because generally that's not how NFL teams work. I feel like they'll normally always you know go with the veteran and, and try and bring the young guy along, but. Fuck it. I'm I'm with it. Well, Peterman's going to – exactly what Chris just said. Peterman's available if you want to – and you have the emergency third quarterback on the roster every game day. So he's going to be on the roster. He's going to be I, on the – Joe, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm just not used to it, man. Like I said, no, I think – he Coles has to and, be on the active roster, Joe. He can't just, yeah, he does. He can't just dress for the because he's on the practice squad. Right. He has to be on the 53. Well, right. uh, then watch what happens over the next 48 hours. Sure. I bet he, I bet he sure. went. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we'll get into all that, uh, Lucas. Uh, so, any other, <laughs> any other dead horses that we want to beat on PJ down PJ Walker Road? Because no, I'm not. I, I mean, we've been talking about. I never want to hear his name again. I, mean, I, I, I do want to bring. I do want to bring this up because I think this is like kind of ironically funny. But um, I think like Bajent does a lot of things well that Fields does not do well, and um, it's just it's. I'm sure we're going to hear this discourse sometime this season that Bajan will be able to operate the offense or whatever, better, whatever, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't want to hear that, but I do think it's hilarious that like, I would probably tell you that Bajan has, you know, a, a better decision-making and a much quicker release than Fields does, you know, at least from what I've seen, he, he's just, he knows where he wants to go with the ball, but you're kind of just getting what you get out of him. You know, I didn't really see him push the ball downfield or anything like that. I, I just think it's ironically funny at the end of the day that, the only way he ends up in that situation is if we have a, a Brock Purdy Trey Lance situation, which no, I I I I am by no means indicating that he's going to take over Fields. I'm just no, saying. I don't I don't think Purdy took over. I mean, Lance got yeah. hurt and Purdy got a shot. I mean, if if Bajan gets a shot, that's the only chance he's going to get. He's not going to overtake Justin Fields. Tyson Bajan is like every I guess West Coast West Coach West Coast offenses coach. You know, wet dream like. That's what Nagy was trying to turn Fields into, essentially, is what you're seeing out of Tyson Bajan. Quick slant, just throw it inside, you know, just get the three or five step drop and get the ball out. That's it. Hey, his dad's a, a, a professional arm wrestler. Dude's tough. He's got I love it, it man. He's and then, I, like I told you, I just found out that he played in uh, my college's conference. I guess they transferred over after I graduated there, but um, it's cool to know that he's a. Uh, Southeastern Pennsylvania Conference player. What's the biggest question marker? Where's the biggest roster spot that we should we should start with? Is it offensive line? Is that really where we're at? Or I feel like the receivers were pretty obvious. I mean, sorry, Dante Pettis, yeah. you're gone. Bye bye. Well, he he didn't even play all camp. I, I he just was like Chris said, you can't make the club if you're in the tub. The dude was never out there. So. Like I know, I understand Tyler Scott. You know, was a fourth round draft pick. Is there? Are you guys concerned at all about his preseason? I didn't even really. I was trying to find. Like I couldn't find him out there half the time. I mean, that's that's part part of it. I mean, that's part of it, right? I mean, if he's not on the field that much, and when he is on the field, he's dropping punts, or he didn't drop a punt. He he fumbled a football, and did he have a? He had a 58-yard kick return this week in that position. 
Yeah. That was good. No, but I, I hear you, Chris. No, I really haven't, like, he's been a nobody at all in preseason. But, like, also, if you ask me, like, what Darnell Mooney did the year, you know, he was drafted, I couldn't tell you if he was good or bad in the preseason or not at all existed. I have no idea. I don't know. No, I don't have a clue. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I mean run, run, go ahead. I was going to say, in reality, you're not running four or five wide receiver sets that much. I mean, most of the time, your guys are going to be commit, you know, maybe split out. We saw that a lot this week, which is weird. Um, you know, Mooney, Moore, sometimes Claypool at the most. And then you'll have those occasional packages for Valus and, and Tyler Scott. But I don't really see him, you know, being on the field that that much unless it's can like he, an obvious passing down. Can he play on like at least kickoff and, and punt coverage? Oh, I, I think so. Yeah, I think right. yeah, I think he's been playing gunner. And, you know, he, he did return that kick and he looked really good. So, um, yeah, who, I mean, who knows? But I, I really don't. He'll have to work his way into the field for sure, and we know injuries happen and stuff like that, so I'm sure he'll get his chance at some point, but I don't think we'll see a ton of him right away besides on special teams, to be honest. So but it was I, Chase Claypool will bruise their vaginas, and he'll get, out, he'll get out there. Whoa, Joe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, they're both soft as shit. There's nothing wrong with having a vagina, Joe. No, there's not, but <laughs> they'll get a bruise somewhere. They'll stub a toe. They'll, they'll they'll break a fin- a pinky finger, and they'll miss six weeks. Oh. Has Felix ever had that issue? I mean, has he ever had an injury issue, or is it more just like drop punts that we're concerned about with Velas Jones? All right, so the, the thing with Velas is he was supposedly having a really good camp until he dropped that punt, and then everyone just started shitting on him because he dropped the punt. But supposedly he had a really good camp, and back to my point about, you know, Obviously, they're going to give the guys many chances they can. They draft him in the third round, whatever. But Pulse kind of spoke pretty highly of him when he was asked about him and said he saw enough out of him on offense to to think that they can uh, kind of extract more out of him. Yeah, I mean, all, all things considered, he had two deep touchdowns, could have had two more if he didn't drop them. So, you know, the playmaking ability's there. It's just putting it all together for that guy. I like this. Pe- I like this page. Uh, Injuryhistory.com. Uh, yes, Vegas Jones thigh hamstring, uh, thigh, thigh hamstring pull, pedal foot, ankle, arm elbow. Pedal swimming. foot. Are they just making things up over there? Yeah. Pedal yeah. foot. Yeah, Joe. I look up my injury history on there. I'll tell you, I have Daisy foot. Well, this was back when he was in Tennessee, and back when he was at USC. So. His most recent injury was September 5th, 2022, thigh hamstring strain, grade two. Hurt in practice ahead of week number one. Pedal foot. Projected games missed in 2023, 1.9. That's crazy. It gives you a projection, too. That's so random. Do we care Um, if he's had two fucking – if he misses two games? I mean – I no, guess the over I, I guess the overlying question is no, I'm not really shocked at anybody in this wide receiver room uh being there or not being there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. ESP is gonna be the, gonna be paving the way from the outside. Run run, run Road block. grader, baby. <laughs> Road grader St. Brown. Hey, we're gonna need to run the damn ball again. Um yes. we didn't really talk about the running backs, but I mean you know, Travis Homer did make it, which, I mean, I said there was an outside chance he could be cut, but I think for the most part we agreed that 
you know, those five guys would make it. So no shocks there. Uh, tight ends. Hefner, sad, sad. <laughs> I, he wasn't, I mean, he, he started off and had a decent camp, but he got hurt and then just couldn't get it back on the field. So, you know, again, Ryan Paul's letting go of his guy a year into it and just cutting the cord. So can appreciate that. Cutting the cord on per- concussion protocol, Tristan Ebner. <laughs> Tight ends, Komet, Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan. No shocks at all. Uh, we can uh, dive into O-line. Larry Bourne, Jatir Carter, Nate Davis, Dwight Freeney, Tevin Jenkins, Braxton Jones, Doug Kramer, Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, Darnell Wright make the team. Uh, so 10 offensive linemen, the Bears traded for Dwight Freeney yesterday, a.k.a. Lucas Patrick with a mullet. Uh, how do you guys feel about this unit? And, um, yeah, I mean, there was no major surprises here. They let go of Leatherwood. I guess that, I don't know. I, I thought Leatherwood had an outside chance, all things considered, especially making $4 million, but... They ended that uh, project. So, Doug Kramer making it's kind of surprising, but I mean, at this point, centers are dropping like flies. Uh, Dude, insane. Dan like, Feeney hasn't, I mean, he's played center, but he hasn't taken a snap in this offense yet. Uh, Whitehair has to fill in at guard. Patrick gets hurt every other play. You want to talk about a broken vagina? That guy's hand is a, is a labia. Um, yeah. yeah, and they all hurt their hand. It's always their hand, you know? <laughs> None of them want to play center, dude. Dude, like, <laughs> they, if they were playing guard, it wouldn't be their hands, you know? Something else would be breaking down. But Fields is going to uh, audible out the line with the new guy by yanking his mullet. He, he, gives, <laughs> he gives him a tug on which side he wants them to pull to. <laughs> well, Chris is hitting my biggest concern. It's durability. It's... Like you heard polls, and you've heard Eberflus saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be ready for week one. Everybody's tr- on track." But they haven't played happens, together. What <laughs> happens when Kenny Clark punches one of those bastards in the mouth? Like <laughs> no, oh, in the hand, dude. In, in the, the hand, hand, yeah. Even worse. Even worse. Like you don't want to be punched in the hand, especially if you're a center. Like uh, that's hugely concerning for me. The the chemistry or lack thereof, and then the the health. Uh, that Those are hugely concerning to right. me because I was three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and this is my dumb blue and orange glasses. Oh, this could be a top 10 offense in the league. Da, 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 da. You know, if the offensive line does their does their job and, 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 you know, jails together and plays well, they have not played at all together through preseason and like i don't give a shit about preseason reps in games but you got to be at practice together you got to be at practice together do the live drills against the Colts together they didn't have any of that and so like i really truly don't care about the preseason game reps but there was no practice time together and so what happens against kenny clark and and them boys week number one he's gonna he's gonna fucking devour some some of those guys Somebody's going to get a missed call. Somebody's going to be get an audible, and they're going to fucking miss it, and Khalil Herbert's going to be flat on his ass. That's our best hope, honestly. They're going to do, no. do a tackle trap inside and let Darnell Wright just smash it. Right no, did you, well, did you guys see the video of this uh, – what's his name? What is this guy's name? Dan. 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 
Feeney. Dan Feeney. The uh, the Jets Mr. used him at Feeney fullback. from Boy uh, Meets World. The Jets used him at fullback sometimes last year as like a pulling fullback. I thought he was a tight end. I thought they moved him to tight end. Oh, maybe yeah. it was that. I don't know. He was he was he he crushed some poor cornerback from the backfield. But um, yeah, he might be. Or we it, this thing is crazy that we don't even know who the week one starter is. I mean. All right, when when Whitehair hurt his hand, we all kind of were shocked because it wasn't really big news, but they kind of just gently put it out there that the Bears were had Kramer taking snaps. I'm like, well, what happened to Whitehair? Oh, he hurt his snapping hand. All right, at first I thought, okay, maybe that's a blessing in disguise. You don't want this guy snapping anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. Not when Lucas Patrick can't ever get on the field. I, what? When was the last time that guy played? And then Green Bay. Yeah, and and then Cre- what's his name? Creamer. Fucking vanilla creamer out here goes in the uh, the uh, Bills game and, and breaks his finger or whatever he did. He hurt his hand. Apparently what did you say? He cut his he hand. Cu- he cut like his head- hand. It was like a heavy wrap. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like they, there's these big metal things on people's helmets that like lacerate so, hands at times. So is he like able to snap again? I I don't know. I or, don't know. Just Dr. 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 James Andrews. Seven games last year for us. His last game was on October 24th, 2022. Uh, I guess that's against the Patriots. Uh, that's the, uh, the the Monday nighter against the Patriots last oh, year. Oh, I remember that. I was there. So he was great. See, when he's in there, they win big. <laughs> oh, you, you, you that? All right, one, two. No, actually, you're right. All three wins last year came, came when he played. <laughs> he played seven games, and 50% of them they win. Oh, my God. What's – he had – he has as many wins as Fields has. He 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 took forty seven percent of the snaps against San Francisco in that victory. He took sixty five percent of the snaps against Houston, and he took fourteen percent of the snaps against New England. Wait, is that because they were doing that stupid rotation shit in Game One with him and Tevin? Oh yeah, they were doing was- that. I forgot about that. God dang it! Well, and that's I mean- a pro football reference, not but correct sports. So I, I wouldn't say there's any major shock about the roster here. Just just straight concern because these guys have not played together all preseason. Darnell Wright barely played in the one preseason game. That's all we got to see of him. I mean, he looked fine, but he played literally a handful of plays. Um, Nate Davis, no pads. Nate is uh, never out there for whatever reason. Uh, there was a weird thread by one of those off-brand, uh, you know, off-brand accounts that tweeted out this whole thread about him. And Iberflus got dinner multiple times, which I don't even know if that's true. Just sounded like this fat bastard wanted to eat pizza. He doesn't care about playing. <laughs> um, Giordano's, baby. What, what did the thing say? It was like Iberflus convinced people this is how they make more money. And I'm like, he just got paid three years, $30 million. I don't think he wants more money. I think he just doesn't want to practice. That's uh, so player. he's barely been out there. And then, like we said, we've had the carousel at center. So we don't know what is going on there. The only really steady person has been Braxton Jones, and he's looked solid so far. So Darnell Wright hasn't there. missed any shit. Darnell Wright's been fine. Didn't he end up with a ankle? Oh, he got he got what? hurt, and he hasn't played. Yeah, well, I don't know the last time he practiced. And then, I mean, uh, our best bet is Khalil Herbert getting hit in the backfield. Our like my nightmare is somebody getting walking through free and just 
ear holing Justin Fields. And like at that point, Luke, it's on with Tyson Bajan. And like, oh my God. Well, well at least at hard. least we'll move the ball and somebody'll get the ball out of their hands in time. Jesus. Won't even need an offensive line. He'll just throw it so quick, it'll just won't even matter. Timing is everything. Dude, oh. how that is so unbelievable that in that game he threw a touchdown pass that the guy dropped and then the very next play he threw the pick. worst dude. interception dude. I've ever seen. Dude, that was all on Fountain, dude. Fountain Carlton got he definitely, wrong, wrong he definitely ran the wrong route. Y'all think Carlson makes guys, the roster if he catches that touchdown pass? No, no, no way. No. But <laughs> it, it's fun to joke about the two of them getting cut because of those two plays back-to-back. Um, Darius Fountain actually played well in the preseason. I hope he lands somewhere and does well. Um, He'll land on the practice squad. Yeah, I I hope so. I I guess my question to you guys is, what do you think this move they made yesterday signifies? I mean, it could mean a million things. They could just want more depth. But according to Matt Eberflus, everybody besides Tevin Jenkins will be ready week one. I mean, what do you guys make out of this this Feeney move? Do you think Eberflus is lying? Do you think they're just not comfortable with the center position with any of them guys? Uh, Do you think they're desperate and just needed to, to trade for someone? Uh, do you think, you know, they like, do you think this means something about maybe they don't feel comfortable with Jatir Carter playing guard? Like what, what do you guys take from this trade at all? It's a sixth round pick. And I take it as nothing more than a depth piece insurance in case we have a continued string of injuries throughout this interior offensive line. So- Feeney brings them very a very versatile player that has had a lot of snaps at all three interior line positions i think that's it so do you think eberflus is telling the truth though and that all their starters will be healthy and he'll just be you know on the bench week one i think uh, for you, the first five plays of the oh, game oh i don't i don't think he's going to play week one no for the for the first all right well that that's my question like are you buying that eberflus is saying these guys are healthy and this is just depth you know, if that's just, that's great, I, that's best case scenario to me. Healthy and will play are, I think, are two different things. Like, I think they're all going to. They start. are. Patrick is going to play whether or not he's healthy. They're like Luke Getzey is like, listen, bitch, I brought you over here with me. Don't make me look stupid. Get out there and take some snaps. Yeah, I think they're all going to be available for week one. But how many snaps are you going to get? Your, are, are you going to get slapped in the hand, or are you going to get? You know. <laughs> Are you gonna get stepped on? Are you gonna pull your calf? Are your back gonna hurt, Nate Davis? What like? How many snaps are you gonna? Are, are these these guys aren't to me? I'll be, I'll be more surprised. It will surprise me more if you finish week one with the four guys minus Jenkins with the four guys at the end of the game than if than if you haven't made a move mid game because somebody got got a. Somebody got a boo-boo and had to walk into the training tent and sat out the rest of the game. So Nate Davis's back hurts from carrying that big bag of money. Kenny Clark is going to high-five Lucas Patrick and break his hand, dude. Yes. Gonna <laughs> hey, man, I miss you. Boom. Broken hand. Rashawn Gary's back. Uh, man, I am feeling less confident by the day about these matchups. Yeah, <laughs> not good. It's going it, to it, – I've got my stupid Packers fans friends. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. No, it's going to be absolutely anxiety ridden for. I, I still think the Bears have to win this game, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But 
have, uh, yeah, absolutely have to, but we're not going to talk about that game this week. No, we won't. Yeah, no, I'm just um, – defensive line, I have the same concerns. I mean, you flip the other side of the ball, you got Billings, Dexter, Rasheem Green, Justin Jones, Terrell Lewis, Yannick, Pickens, Robinson, Demarcus Walker. I mean, when was the last time we seen Demarcus Walker out there? He was one of their big free agent acquisitions. Couldn't tell you the last time he played. I mean, are we are we just going to be sad this whole episode? I, I, I'm being serious. Like that's fucking it's, fine. It's week one. Fuck, man. Are you not happy about any of these defensive linemen? You're like, oh, they're all a bunch of fucks. Like, kick I, them all to the curb. Yeah, kind of. I, say, just, I would. I would just put those two guys out there and say, what do you got? Everybody else is just. Everybody else is just the most average piece of shit that you that Dude, you could. Find. Joe, you got to be excited to have your boy from Bama bounce back and be. Wearing Khalil Max number. Wearing Khalil Max number. My excitement is zero because I am excited for Terrell Lewis. I I do want to just sad. because Dude, I do. When, I when, is, is the switch going to be on all the time? If right. and when we finally get into like a third and 14, which is maybe twice this year, <laughs> and you're going to see Terrell Lewis and fucking Yannick Ngakwe just go at it for at the quarterback. Probably yeah, on those two snaps, his 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 switch will be on. And hey, that'll be fun. Hey, he we got to get him in the spot. <laughs> and then they'll get pulled right off. <laughs> he's going to be bullied down the field, and he's not going to – he's going to no, be – No, Joe, it's, it's third and 14. It is still be on the field. The other team will get a first down when Tyreek Stevenson gets a pass interference 30 yards oh, down the field, oh, and then those two get pulled. Yeah, and, uh, what's <laughs> get in there, Rasheem Green. Terrell Lewis will come around the edge and tomahawk down right on a quarterback's head. And instead of getting a sacked fumble, yeah. it'll be, we're offing the passer, first down. Now, Chris, to be honest with you, I'm just more down on the, the injuries with this. It's just there's just so many injuries that I have a lot of questions that I – uh, just along both tra- – I mean, it's not as bad on the D-line, but, like, Walker was whatever they paid him, one year $9 million or two years $9 million. You know, they, they gave him a day-two contract to uh, you know be a decent player for him. So, it's just a big question mark. And I, we just you know, don't I just, know. But like the I hope he's ready to go. All in camp, before the preseason started, all we heard about was how – what a leader Demarcus Walker was. So, the guys hurt. Okay. That's it's it. just a it's just a bad taste going into the season. That's all. Yes, and that's probably where all this uh, you know sadness and doom and gloom is coming from. But I hear it's the season hasn't even started yet. It's the bad taste, the injuries, the unknown, and it's the week one opponent and the magnitude of week one in my mind, and just the realizing or the stupidness of this, the the meathead moment of if we lose week one, the whole season's in the tank. I know we saw it in eighteen. Week one loss didn't tank the whole season. You went out and you won the division anyways, and great. Matt Nagy's little circus clown actually, <laughs> actually was a good year. But, like, to me, I don't want to think about week one at all. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to experience I know it's coming. It's coming in, you know, what's the – it's coming in four plus seven is 12 days. You're 12 days away, and – I'm just feeling like I'm going to hear all the goddamn Packers fans. Well, see, we did it again. Do it in love. He muted himself. He got so wild. <laughs> Riled up. <laughs> I just cannot do it. Dude, listen. I've been saying 
all off season to temper expectations. Yes. Do I have my own meatball bullshit where I'm like, yeah, I think we could go seven and nine if things go well or seven and 10 or whatever. Um, Boys, we were three and 14 last year. Let's not pretend like there's like, we can address every single situation in the off season. I mean, Offensive line, you know, they addressed the biggest problem with right tackle. Didn't expect there to be a just rash of injuries going through. Probably could have or should have, uh, you know, made a move for a center or drafted a center at some point uh, just, just with what's going on. Um, but, I mean, look, they, they, they drafted a guy in Dexter who they think has a lot of upside. Um, you know, they, they can't do defensive tackle and defensive end and wide receiver, which they address with DJ Moore, and freaking everything else. Like they like there's only so much you can do in one single offseason, which is what I've been saying, I don't know, probably since like May. But it's still exciting. And yeah, it's fucking the Packers and it's anxiety ridden. But so what? It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Fun. It'll be fun. It's going to no. be fun. Yeah, I promise. It'll be fun. I feel like... A woman? Yes. Man, I feel <laughs> like a woman. Oh, oh. You're even old enough to know what that song is, Lucas? That's hilarious. <laughs> I just feel like the starving child, and there's an actual meal that's on the table week one, and like we have to eat it. We have to go take it and eat it. But no, the Packers, those fat bastards, they can skip a meal. So, like, yeah, it's fun for us. It's fun to toy with. It's fun to toy with the Bears. It's fun to – the Bears still – you know the song, the Bears still suck, the Bears still suck. Like, it's just – it's it, it it's may, true. And maybe I've talked myself yes. into it that – uh, goes back to four weeks ago. I thought I had a feeling that, oh, wow, if Justin Fields, the, these mm. weapons that we've got, if the dang offensive line, if that piece, the offensive line is 16th or better, not even 16th or better, I believe in the magician that is Justin Fields. I think that he is. Hey. And, and, and you know what? He looked like dog shit on Saturday. And I'm well, like, yeah, I mean, I'm offensive not to overreact line. to that. You're offensive, right. the offensive line wasn't even there. Offensive line gave him a pocket and he ran anyway. I mean, this is the same he shit. He ran out of it. Yeah. He ran, he ran away from a, a perfectly clean pocket. And you know, this offensive line would be fine if we just had a QB that could operate this offense and like not miss wide receivers. Like he threw it at Cole Komet's feet twice. Like I thought my TV glitched out, but it was the same fucking play two times and he nailed him in the feet. Uh and if you could read a defense faster. I mean, these are the same problems we've been dealing with since, like, he was gifted all the talent in the world at Ohio State. So should we just so so here we are, twelve days away. Uh, should we start? start by, yes, yes. Should we just punt the season and go all in for Caleb Williams? That's what you two fuckers sound like right now. All the offensive line, all the defensive line. Oh my God, the Packers. Oh my God, we're skinny kids and they're fat kids. <laughs> I mean, you got to go. What you, you take the Carolina pick and you go out and you. Right. you you're, you're getting way off topic there, Mister D. Oh, we are talking about the roster right now, and you're so talking about fun. the Carolina this pick. Is so much fun! All this right, guy must be great at parties. So the linebacker for a minute. <laughs> the linebacker situation is pretty much what we thought it was. The only surprise I saw was Dylan Cole 
over like um special teams ace baby well yeah and that's why he made it but like i thought baskerville was pretty solid and so was uh was michael walker was pretty solid in the preseason but just guys so what is what is up with michael walker so like we dropped him now if another team picks him up who who do they just pick up his falcons contract or like is that on our books what is the deal with that well he's not he has to go through waivers still right because he's not i don't know i have no idea probably I'm pretty sure there was some kind of weird there was some kind of weird like i don't know it was just had a weird name to it that i've never heard of that like there's i don't think we have to pay him the money i think like uh, whoever picks him up like inherits his contract or something like that but anyway i mean yeah i you know for i thought he had an outside chance of making it but i guess dylan cole uh you know provides more on special teams and um you know he could also be a guy that if they pick someone up off waivers he could be one of the first that they'll have to trim off the 53 yeah. Yeah. depending on how many guys they have to put on short-term ir or whatever All right so uh, and then just so everyone listening knows, you know, waivers, I think, process tomorrow at 11 a.m. or something like that. Uh, so we should know who the Bears got, depending on who they put in claims for tonight. Um, and the Bears are first, so they have their first pick of whoever they want, and they can pick up as many players as they want in that slot before their teams even get a chance. How many? So we saw what last Bailey year? Bailey Zappi! Do we see five last year? Oh, is that what it was? I only really remember Leatherwood. I don't remember the rest of them. I feel like it was five. There was a shit ton. Whatever, yeah. whatever the number was, it was a, it was a shit ton. Well, uh, before we go too down the too far down the rabbit hole, though, I mean, I mentioned Dylan Cole as a possible guy that could be cut off the roster that made it today if they need to make space. But uh, you know, I'm kind of assuming Tevin will be on IR, and probably Noah Soul might be on short term IR. And uh, there might be another player in there who goes on some kind of IR that will open up roster spaces. So perhaps they have to cut nobody. Just saying the roster is, is finalized for today, but it will change again tomorrow and probably again before week one. So, right. Right. But, well, all right, let's, let's, let's bust through these, these last few positions before we start, you know, finding who our next free agents are. Uh, so at cornerback, this is kind of an interesting room. Uh, you know, they're the three starters with Kyler Gordon, Jalen Johnson, and presumably Tyreek Stevenson. And then you got Josh Blackwell, who played well at the end of last year. Same with Jalen Jones. Uh, and then you have Terrell Smith, who who played well in the you know beginning of the preseason. Uh, the the guy Lucas that we were talking about before the. Um, before we started was Greg Stroman Jr. was basically the third guy that is like Jalen Jones and uh, whatever that other guy's name is. I just said his name. God dang it. Uh, Josh Blackwell. So um, Kyle, or what's his name? Kendall Vildor uh, was a starter last year and got cut. I know we've been talking. I get it. I know we've been talking shit all preseason about that, but to me, that's a step in the right direction. I mean, if he went from a starter last year all the way to off the roster, I feel like they upgraded multiple times to feel good about that. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on this cornerback room? I mean, I, I don't think there's any. That's my favorite surprises. position on the team. Um, yeah, no, no major questions. I mean, we've all 
I think we've all kind of mentioned Josh Blackwell in spurts before, you know, whether it's special teams or when he even got time at corner last year, how he's not a bad player. Um, I guess I am, I'm not really shocked, but you know, Jalen Jones being on there is, is also cool. He was a, uh, was he an undrafted free agent last year? Yeah, because you had Jalen Jones and Jalen Johnson, and we kept messing those. <laughs> yeah, I know, but is that where he came from? I'll, I'll be able to tell you in two seconds. Well, anyway, uh, to your point, Chris, I don't think there's any you know super major surprises there. Uh, Bears trotting out Stevenson as their starting corner week one, so that'll be interesting. Answers uh, yes, undrafted free agent. Yeah, I think uh, you know I. I <laughs> You know, not to be Mr. Negative, but I, I do think, you know, Tyreek Stevenson is going to be, I, I think he'll be kind of exactly what you see in the preseason. That guy's going to be a freaking roller coaster. He's going to make an insane interception on, you know, a really good receiver. And then other times he's just going to make some boneheaded plays and, and get penalties. So uh, we'll see with him. Uh, it's going to be a work in progress. I kind of see him similarly to like Kyler Gordon last year where, you know, he's going to need some development, but it'll be a fun roller coaster at least. Uh, and we know we know week one the Packers are going to throw at him a lot. I welcome that. I think he's a gamer. I, I, the, he the, is corners, a gamer. the corners that we have right now, you, you, I mean, I'm trying to think if, if there's any other position I feel more confident in. Maybe he's just maybe he, he he's very confident. But even in you know even when he had his pick first, the Bills, um, you know they they could have definitely thrown a flag for taunting because he was he was basically on the Bills sideline, you know, taunting them with the ball and shit. And that's just who he is, but you can't be doing that shit in the regular season. No, that, uh, yeah, but he's fun to watch, though. He, he typical hurricane. Typical brings a lot of swagger to the D. Hey, well, he we was love, originally a Georgia that. Bulldog. Typical hurricane. Catholics and convicts, man. All right, so Michael Ojemudia was the only one that I thought was potentially going to make it at cornerback, but. I mean, he's probably another one that's the same exact dude as all the guys that made it. You're going to have to get rid of him on your Madden roster. Not true. Not true. He can stay. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you know this, but you're allowed to do whatever you want on Madden. I mean, just listen. They won't won't update him out of the game? No. Not not when I'm on, like, year three of my franchise. Not when he's up to a 90 overall. Dude. (laughs) You keep developing him. He's he's legit. I give him so many uh, points, and he's 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 good. Uh, rounding out the defense at safety is Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson, Elijah Hicks, and AJ Thomas. No surprises there. Uh, I, I I mean I think Elijah Hicks has come a long way since last year. To be honest, I mean the Bears yeah. took him super late last year. He was really just a special teamer. We didn't see him, you know, at all. I kind of just thought he would be a special teamer, but. Uh, the fact that they're keeping him as a backup safety, I think, is, is telling on you know how how far he came along, because they did cut Kendall Williamson, who they drafted this year in the last round as well, and kept him over him. So uh, interesting. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm just you know good for him that he's developed, and it seems like Poles kind of found a another solid player in the late rounds, even if he just mostly does contribute on special teams. Hey, they're called special teams for a reason. Because they're special? Yes, they are. It's the forgotten phase, and we, we, we need to be good at it. I thought the fourth phase, the fans, was the forgotten phase, but the, the Bears like to talk about it. No. Overall, I think this DB room is going to bring a ton of swagger to the defense, though. Between Brisker, 
and Jackson. Those guys, those guys talk a lot of shit. Um, and then you got the, the new kid Tyreek in there. It's it's gonna be fun. You know, they are gonna I feel like they're gonna cause some shit in the field. You know what we didn't talk about? Who did we not talk, we talk about? about the uh Darnell Mooney potential mm-hmm. trade rumors. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that I don't believe them. Brad Spielberger dropping some surprise trade candidates, but uh, he uh, he doesn't just talk out of his ass. Yeah, these 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 you know NFL countdown, NFL countdown, whatever. One of these you know, bootsy accounts that throws out shit on Twitter. Yeah, no, I, Brad is Brad normally is pretty reliable with his info, and he's pretty spot on. And I think just to add context to this. You know, the accounts just retweet the the fact that it's rumored that the Bears are shopping money. But if you actually read the article, it's just Brad's own idea. And his reasoning behind it is the Bears added Claypool and more in an offense that already won't pass a lot. And um, supposedly, you know, Mooney wanted to get a deal done before the season. And it seems like polls is really going to make Mooney and Claypool kind of battle it out for who gets the contract extension. So. I, I don't know how you can't. I don't know how you can't. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. Two so he, men enter, he, one he, man leaves. He was just suggesting that, you know, that might make Mooney upset and, you know, the Bears could potentially trade him. Well, I see upset. no way of that happening. The only way I could see them trading Mooney is to Chris's point earlier is if Tyler Scott kind of comes out of nowhere and develops into that role, um, you know, then, then you have a younger, cheaper Darnell Mooney on your hands there, but. Ultimately, they're going to let this thing play out. And, uh, you know, the Bears finally have weapons for the first time in however many years. They're not just going to start getting rid of them just because. No. No, I agree. Well, gentlemen, the specialists, uh, Trenton Gill, Cairo Santos, and Patrick Scales are the final uh, three of the 53 um yeah it's all going to change tomorrow uh i think that like lucas you brought up his name earlier the punt returner from cincinnati is the only guy that i've even seen bears fans wanting to wanting to claim off of waivers is that tell us about this fella say it again i'm sorry i missed what this, you said Jesus christ the cincinnati punt returner that the bears bears fans want to claim off of waivers uh oh i'm blanking on his name right now is it Trent Taylor? Yes. Oh, there you go. Trent Taylor, right? Um, no, he, he's a really solid punt returner. And, uh, you know, immediately when they cut him, I think it was Rap that tweeted. It was, uh, I think um, Rap tweeted that he was a big surprise cut that no one thought would be out there. Um, he averaged, I think, over 15 yards of punt return last year, which was it's pretty insane. Um, he is definitely one of the, I think this would be kind of a similar acquisition to like when we got Jakeem Grant. He's kind of in that vein where he's a, a really good special teamer and, oh. you know, occasionally you can use him on offense. But uh, at this point, I we talked about this before the show. The Bears need a experienced person back there fielding punts from everything we've heard. Tyler Scott has struggled to do it. Uh, Valus obviously has struggled to do it, and they got rid of Pettis. So that guy's not on the roster. I think this could be, uh, you know, an easy shoe in for. Um, I think this could be an easy shoe in for him. 
to just claim him and, and use him uh, as a punt returner. You can't be losing this game at all. You can you can't win with a punt returner, but you can sure damn lose a game with one. Daggum right. Daggum right. So do we? Do, do you bring him in and and, and kick Vailus in the ass? Kick Vailus out uh, of here? No, no. Vailus is the Vailus is your kick returner. He was really good at that last year. You can use him as his traditional gadget slot where he gets, you know, two or three carries a game or whatever. But uh, you can't put him back there to return punts. That's for sure. Do you bring him in and cut ESB? Because like, yeah, you, like you, it's got to be one, you got to have one for one. If you bring somebody, uh, in, somebody's well, that's go. what I'm saying. There's going to be multiple guys that might be moved to IR. So you might not have to cut anyone. Uh, Jenkins is almost guaranteed to be on the IR. I mean, if yeah. so, when someone else goes on there, that's right, three huh? roster spots there opened up. So, do we uh, know what then, Jenkins did yet? He pulled up his calves. Stepping supposedly, su- supposedly he was in a walking boot though, and he could barely walk. Is what the report was when they saw him coming out of the locker room. Does a pulled calf put you in a walking boot? I want to know how he did it. Look, we ought, we ought to be able to tweet some of these negative reporters and and get them to ask the question: How did you get hurt? We should have you say to ask him. You say <laughs> pass on that comment. You say you want to ask the hard questions? Is that what you're going to say, Joe? <laughs> Does not have the stones for that. Oh. What's that? It's only due to experience. Only due to experience. I think he could get there for sure. Herb Howard should ask him. That dude would drop it on him. But that's a hard question to like look somebody in the eye and how'd you get hurt? All right. So last year, Trent Taylor had uh, 33 returns for 340 yards. That's an average of 10.3. He had five returns of over 20 yards. Wow, so we're gonna need all the yards we can get of if this is pretty good. I, I saw something about 15 yards. Maybe that was like what he averaged over a certain period of time. But uh, over 10 yards of punt return is is really solid. So very good, um, very good. Now, like I said, I think that's a, a very easy claim, especially like I said, you just can't have you you bring them in. There's no question that you have your return and you don't have to lose sleep at night about someone muffing a punt anymore. And I say that, and the guy will go out there and probably drop the first punt that's kicked to him. But I think that's the funniest name for dropping a punt. Uh, a muff. Yeah. <laughs> like, who decided that? <laughs> oh, he, he labiaed that punt. <laughs> what? Oh, he really boxed that one out. Oh, my God. I don't understand why. This has been the funniest podcast in a long time. You gotta have fun with it. I can't believe Joe's fat kid, skinny kid. <laughs> Do you not feel like that? I, not- this is the funniest analogy I've ever heard. I they can like- they can stand to skip a few meals, like let us have a little bit. <laughs> That's how I feel. Can we eat two Green Bay, please? That's how good I'm feeling. Is we, our ribs are showing. We're going to have to eat slowly so that we can actually digest it. But we have to eat this meal. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys need to go through anything else? We went through the roster. I don't. Do you know of any other big names that are on waivers, Chris? I mean, I saw Bradley Roby got released. That was surprising. I guess he was an ex first round pick. Like, 
All 10 right. years Here's ago. Here's from but... Pro Football Network. They have a surprise cut, most notable cut for every team. Okay, Arizona Cardinals, Colt McCoy. Cornerback, Natron Brooks for the Falcons. Melvin Gordon for the Ravens. David Quisenberry, tackle for the Bills. Linebacker, Deion Jones for the Panthers. Oh, they picked P.J. Walker for us. Uh, Raymond Johnson for the Bengals. Mike, offensive lineman, Michael Dunn for the Browns. Linebacker, Jabril Cox for the Cowboys. Wide receiver, Kendall Hilton for the Broncos. Wide receiver, Dylan Drummond for the Lions. Punter, Pat O'Donnell for the Green Bay Packers. Cornerback, Desmond King for the Texans. Wide receiver, Mike Strachan for the Colts. Offensive lineman, Chandler Brewer for the Jaguars. Shane Buchel for the Chiefs. That's how loaded they are. Quarterback, Shane Buchel. Philip Dorsett for the Raiders. John Hightower, wide receiver for the Chargers. Offensive lineman, Logan Bruss for the Rams. Uh, wide receiver Chosen Anderson, Robbie Chosen Anderson for the Robbie Dolphins. Joe Juan Williams, cornerback for the Vikings. Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham for the Patriots. Cornerback Bradley Roby for the Saints. Cole Beasley for the Giants. Trey Dean, safety for the Jets. Punter Arian Sipos for the Eagles. Another example why they're loaded. Tra- uh, Zach Gentry for the uh, Steelers. Zach Tyler. Gentry, no. Cornerback Deshaun Jamison for the 49ers. Linebacker Ben Burke-Hervin for the Seahawks. Offensive lineman John Mulkin for the Buccaneers. Chance Campbell, linebacker for the Titans. And lastly, cornerback Rashad Wild Goose for the Commanders. <laughs> was um, was Trent Taylor listed for the Bengals? He was not. They picked a different – they picked a linebacker for the Bengals. They, they picked Raven Johnson, edge Who, rusher. Who was Houston's? Houston's was Desmond King, cornerback Desmond King. King and linebacker Christian Kirksey. Is that the king that used to play in the Packers? Yeah. No, that was Kevin King. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Uh, The Athletic has like five people listed. Philip Dorsett's one. Corey Littleton is the guy for the Texans. Colt McCoy. Nate Peterman for us. Corey Littleton's a linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was a two-time All-Pro back in 2018 um, and 17 and 18. Peterman for us, Bradley Roby for the Saints, Jalen Smith also for the Saints. Yeah, I saw and that. Then, uh, Bailey Zappi, which Bailey Zappi is that's pretty surprising. All right, so yeah, so as much as I am surprised that the Bears are keeping Bajan as their QB two, the Patriots literally don't have a backup, and they're going into Week One versus the best defensive line in football. Yes, like. Are yes. they going to get Tom Brady out of his retirement ceremony to back up that game? Or, like, what are they yes. doing? They're I get Zappy. Brock Bowers. I get Zappy was bad, but, like. Isn't he gotta, a tight end, Joe? What are you talking yeah. about? Bill Belichick is having <laughs> wet dreams about Brock Bowers at it, coming into his offense next year and Brock doesn't Gronkowski. care who dies in the process. Brock Gronkowski. Exactly. No, 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 knowing Belichick, he'll uh, draft some linebacker we've never heard of. He's one of the worst GMs I've ever seen. He's I don't care what anyone says. That guy's an idiot. He's a genius, dude. Yeah, so terrible. Six, six Super Bowls. Awful GM. Awful. Dude, look at his drafts. Who gives a shit? If the pro- look, at his pro- look at his results. Yeah, Belichick the coach, not Belichick the GM. Yeah, but he if he's the one putting him on the field, he's also the one drafting him, right? I mean what, nine AFC championship games? Didn't he have like the number one defense last year too? 
not convincing me. His drafts are horrible. You're just mad because you live there, dude. It's just like the same way you feel about the Eagles. They say the same shit here. I wish we would have those. You can't draft. I draft Nikhil Harry over ten other guys that are going to be all pros every year. If you give me those results, I'll take the bad drafts. Hey, he still took. uh, That's just like saying if you give me Tom Brady, I'll I'll give you uh, all this other stuff. He didn't take Shane McClellan. I'll tell you that much. God. Oh, Shane McClellan. You nailed that one. Shane McClellan. Yeah, Chandler Jones and then later Dante Hightower, an actual linebacker. A real a real linebacker? A real linebacker who had played real competition and won championships. Won championships. So next week, we we are all business. It is Packers week. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) We got to go over our thoughts for the game. No. Whatever happens this week in, in practice, no. some injury reports, some claims next week. Uh, no. Maybe we could go over some season-long props to see if you guys like how we feel about any of those. Under. Uh, not DJ Moore. DJ Under. Moore's only 800 yards. Is Bajit throwing in the football? Doesn't matter. Is Bailey Zappi throwing in the football? I get throwing in the football. I get that. Yeah. The what is it like? One. That's like fifty-seven a game or something like that. Or forty-seven. It's not even fifty that's a game. Absurdly low. Yes, that uh, eight. That is insane. I might be sick next week and the week after. Lucas, who are you going to get us for uh, for our Packers co-host next week? Nobody. I don't want to talk to any of them. You say that steak and cheese son of a bitch, and it's over. I'm off this motherfucker. <laughs> He's coming on. Dog. Dave's cool. Dave is cool. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're not, not having any Packers fans on here. Don't not worry. Even a little bit, dude. We're not having Packers fans on here. Don't worry. I will vomit live on the program. No vomit? Packers fans. I will vomit too. All right, Joe, take us away. Take us the next week. Bear down, Chicago Bears, make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears, put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you throw the nation with your T-formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears, and let them know why you're wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Chicago Bears. Bear down. down. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.